Hey guys, it's Mike Saint from Under the Stairs, uh, coming to bring you the podcast for the week of January 21st, 2013. Starting out the week on Monday, Under the Stairs is presenting its first sports podcast. And I know what you're thinking. I get my geek news from you guys. I get my DC and my movie news from you guys. What is this about sports? Well, I'm a big hockey fan. And you know who else is a big hockey fan? Ben Whitehall, the newest member of the Under the Stairs family. And he's bringing you second intermission. Under the Stairs first sports podcast and your ticket to the world of hockey. It's pretty good. We're talking about the lockout in the first episode. Uh, none of the games that happened over the weekend, uh, unfortunately, we recorded it before the openers on the 19th. But next week on Monday, we're going to look at all those games, all the players who did well. Give it a listen. It's going to be a blast, and I hope you hope you guys like it. Always on Tuesday, though, we get back to the geek news with Under the Stairs DCU. Me and Jordan this week are going to talk about Green Lantern Volume 1, Sinestro. It is the first volume of books in the Green Lantern New 52 arc. I tell you, it's damn good, and I hope you guys will give that a listen. And as always, on Thursday, Jordan and Mitch bitch about film in Cineblah. Damn good episode. Their second one in. I think they've really got a good flow. They talk about The Last Stand with Arnie, his big return to movies. Because, you know, he was doing stuff like his maids and running a state into the ground. But, you know, he's always good at doing crappy action films. And they talk about that. As always, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at, at Mike Saint. You can follow Jordan at, at Keeney1138. We're going to try to get the other boys some Twitters, but, you know, don't know how long that's going to take. You can email me for the podcast. That's going to be mike.underthestairs at gmail.com. And come back always every week starting Mondays for brand new podcast from Under the Stairs. Uh, we have a YouTube channel we're still working on. Uh, hope to bring that to you hopefully by the end of the month. But for now, listen to a fine, fine, fine Under the Stairs podcast. Welcome to Cineblah, your home for movie entertainment. I'm Jordan Keane. And I'm Mitchell Yeomans. There he is. Um... Hi, second, second show. Yay! We're back. Even though you didn't ask for it. <laughs> we are back. Not after that that first one. People aren't asking. Hey, we're getting over the hump. <laughs> now, now we're here for the second show. I didn't think we'd actually make it. Oh, yeah? But we did. So, let's, let's dive right into it. We've, we've gotten our hellos out of the way. Mm-hmm. Let's get into a uh, a segment we're going to try out a little bit. It's going to be called uh, Dusty DVDs, where Mitchell and myself go through our extensive DVD and Blu-ray collection. It's and big. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, We're going to go through and pick out some stuff that we haven't watched in a while. Wait, watch them. Roughly, how many DVDs do you think you have? I've got about 600 plus. 
I have a little bit under than that. So, yeah. Blu-rays, so, yeah. DVDs. And in the mix, when you have those big collections and you're into buying movies just to watch them and gaze, um, a lot of them get left behind. A lot of them don't... rewatch too much. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have That's those... a whole other segment. Yeah. <laughs> Mine... Have... Mine's uh, Kung Pao, Into the Fist. I oh. think that's gotten... If that was a VHS copy, I don't think it'd work anymore. We are not even going to mention that Whatever. anymore. That's a great movie. But all right, so Dusty DVDs, what would you take off the shelf? Uh, this week, I took The Rainmaker, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that did The Godfather in Apocalypse Now, um, or then... Oh, was that him? That was that him. That was him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, Matt Damon is a young attorney in the South. Uh, the character down... Matt Damon? No. Oh, the actor the Matt Damon. The actor Matt okay. Damon. Come on, man. But uh, he's taken on this big insurance company. It's uh, adapted by a John Grissom novel uh, and has a huge list of stars such as Matt Damon, Danny DeVito, Mickey Rourke, John Voight, Claire Danes, and Roy Scheider. Whoa, listen to that. I know. It's big. It's big. Miss just... Roy Scheider. I know. Don't even get me started. I, I know. It's on my Facebook, as you can see. Him <laughs> and all that jazz. I love that guy. But uh, um, honestly, it's not as... I used to watch this movie a lot more when I was little. Mm-hmm. And uh, picking it back up, just watched it. And it's not as good as I remembered. But I appreciated some of the performances in it. I'm um, sure it holds a special spot for you if it's one of those ones you used to watch a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've always liked the... Attorney, you know, court dramas, cases. They don't think they can win, but then they win at the end, and yay. <laughs> the movie itself, like, overplays a lot of the, you know, sentimental moments where Matt Damon meets Claire Danes, this girl who's been beaten by her husband, and uh, tries to help her out. And it, uh, I don't know, the music kicks in, and you're just like, oh my god. Like, we can feel as an audience that this is a sad moment. Stop throwing in all this music. But uh, one thing about the movie that I didn't remember being so good was Danny DeVito's performances. He plays this little guy. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Really little. But uh, sort of this um, quirky little uh, attorney, but not so much an attorney because he hasn't passed the bar exam, but works for this... That's because uh, he wasn't tall enough. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's the still bar. reaching up there. He's like that little mouse thing at the uh, cantina band where he's just reaching up like... <laughs> oh, man. Shoe nerds will know what I'm talking about. Everybody at this table seems to be nodding their head. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, his performance is great because uh, he just doesn't really take it the role all that seriously. He's kind of there for comic relief, but you get a little bit more out of him too. So, uh, if you're, have to check that out. Yeah. Into a good movie. I've never seen it. Yeah. Pick it up. Backlash me now. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola kind of went downhill with his movies after apocalypse now. Well, my dusty DVD movie that I love, still love. And, uh, it's just been a while because I like to, with certain movies, I like to gap out my viewings. That way it's just as enjoyable. And I mm-hmm. forget about certain aspects of it. And this week's was I Heart Huckabees. That is a good one. It's a good one. Also, with Oscar nominations out now, with David O. Russell 
being Oscar nominated. I felt like it was a good one to watch. Yeah, David uh, O. Russell, for those who don't know, he uh, he directed the new Silver Lining Playbook, mm-hmm. uh, Three Which is Kings. Awesome. Yeah, it's great. If you haven't seen it, see it. Um, he's directed Three Kings and uh, The Fighter. Mm-hmm. If anybody like that. And I Heart Huckabees is just this really just such a bizarre story of coincidence and stuff. Well, that's what they make you. They make it seem like, but there's real no coincidence there. It's just a series of events happening in a row, putting too much emphasis on certain things, and it's just really good. They're really good performances from its amazing cast. You got Lily Tomlin, you got Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> um, uh, Jason you- Swartzman as your main character. Um, who I just I I love anything that Jason Swartzman's in. He's fantastic and cool and. A little bit related to your movie because he's a Coppola. Oh, he's yes, related he to is. the Coppola yes, family. So look at that, we connected. He's everything. like a little Coppola nephew or something. I don't know. There's so many of them. But yeah, it's been a while since I've watched it. Uh, I was going through my DVDs the other day and um, decided to pick that one up. And also, God, the music in that movie. I can't remember who does the music, um, but the score is just fantastic. It's like kind of upbeat and bubbly and also a little disturbing at the same time, which is all yeah. what the movie is. <laughs> yeah, because the like, movie's dealing with, like, all these existential issues yeah, and trying to figure out, like, why are we here? What here's is the, the blanket. Point? <laughs> I'm here. You're here. But in I know. between, we're Dustin all connected. Dustin Hoffman, man. Like, yeah, so yeah Hoffman's good. in it. Ugh. And uh, who, who's the who's the Huckabee's girl? The That's, um... What's her name? Jeez, her name just slipped my mind. She's the uh, actress from uh, the new King Kong. God. I know she's in a ton of other stuff, but that's the one that's coming to my mind right oh, now. Oh, man. I just, yeah, I can't We remember. know who this is. It doesn't matter. Move anyway, on. Go, <laughs> go on your computer, which you're already at, listening to us. And look it up. Unless um, it's on their phones or... Yeah, whatever. you got driving to work. number of ways of finding out who she is, so I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a fantastic movie. I suggest if you've got it in your DVD collection... Oh, you, you uh, dust these off the shelf as also well. Also, a young Jonah Hill is in a scene. Oh yeah, Makes Jonah a, Hill a pops up cameo. in there. I think that was one of his first things too, because he's he's little in there. Oh yeah, little, little, <laughs> little Jonah, a little less fat, and then he got yeah. fat, and then he got, got less, less fat, fat again, and then he got fat again, and then he got really fat. Is he, he got skinny? <laughs> he's like now he's just a husky fella. Oprah book of like weight loss. But those are our dusty DVDs of the week. Hope you enjoyed them, Matt. Choo! We need to dust these off more often. All right, now for our Cinnabuzz. Cinnabuzz. What do we got this week? There's not too much buzz going on right now. No, not, too, not, too much. not that much. Nothing worth talking I've been talking seeing about. a lot on the interweb about uh, the first trailers and posters for um, Spring Breakers. Oh, the, the James movie. James Franco pick. Yeah, with uh, I I actually I saw a trailer for this a little while ago. It looks harmless. I don't know. Do you know uh, it, what do it's you, really about? But do you, it's do you know anything? Uh, because I thought it was supposed to come out sooner, like 2012 release. It might soon. have. It might have been pushed back. There was a lot of stuff last year that got pushed back. Mm-hmm. Um, like, G.I. Joe got pushed back way back, because that was supposed to be and last we'll, summer. I think we're getting it this summer. <laughs> we are all waiting patiently right. for G.I. Joe sequel. Well. That was sarcasm. Whatever, Jordan. man. G.I. Joe was fun, but that's for another show. That's for our G.I. Joe show. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. 
it okay. was what it was. But, All I have um, to say is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm mentioning him again because he just, sucked in that movie. He was fantastic. Eh, agree what, to disagree. <laughs> what Cinnabuzz do you got? Uh, Cinnabuzz, first thing. Oh, we do. We, yeah, we got some. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was a big thing. People been talking about Zack Snyder maybe having something to do with a Star Wars spinoff. Yeah, they were talking about him having his... Uh, it's set... His story set in the Star Wars universe, but it was going to be like a samurai movie, almost in like the uh, same type of deal as like Seven Samurai. Yeah, the old but it's inside of a Star Wars movie, which Mm -hmm. you know I'm not totally opposed to that, but I doubt it's going to happen. I'm also not a hundred percent on the Zack Snyder train yet. Three Hundred, I enjoyed. Watchmen, I enjoyed. I Sucker Punch, I keep trying to make myself enjoy. The trailer's the shit, though. The trailer for all those movies is the shit. Zack Snyder knows how to make a fucking great trailer. I know, I I'm know. I'm getting worried about Superman. And he does not lack awesome. in his visual skills, either. I mean, the only thing with him is, like, lack depth. I, I fear, it's one of the things I fear for Man of Steel, is that you're going to watch the movie and it's going to be over-stylized <laughs> and stuff, and you're going to lack the depth that you want out of a Superman picture. But, uh... No, I have hope from the uh, from the trailers because it, it looks like he's taken a, a weird approach to not a weird approach, but just it's different. A different but approach, yeah. Approaching. We'll see how he does, and then after that, I'll decide whether or not I want to see him directing my Star Wars. <laughs> Your Star Wars, mine. They are mine. But uh, nobody loves them more than me. Nobody. Anyway, I challenge you all. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Star Trek. <laughs> guy at the table. Mm. We do not. So, uh, any other? It's it's a kind of a slow week. So but anyway, that Zack Snyder stuff thing. Running, running it was up until it was summer. Just a rumor. Yeah, we're gonna. I think yeah. It, there's so many rumors surrounding the whole Star Wars thing. We'll have to do a show on that alone. Okay. But uh, put in some people who know a little bit more about Star Wars because you. I don't know. What do you? Th- I'm just kidding, Jordan. It's just a little joshing. <laughs> All right, for our next in a buzz, Al Pacino and Brian De Palma reteamed to up. tell a Joe Paterno story. Now tell us, who is Joe Paterno? Joe Paterno is that Penn State coach who, uh, controversy, when was it? Uh, a little while back. Oh, yeah, he's the coach that uh, likes boys. No, no, he didn't specifically like boys. It was... His Someone like so yeah, his friend and <laughs> he he got fired. I've got this friend who's been having these really really weird dreams. <laughs> could uh, you could you imagine Al Pacino <laughs> playing Joe Fraterno like what do I do? <laughs> My friend likes kids. I like these boys. <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> don't let it happen again. Pass the ball to me. <laughs> what I'm getting fired? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Those boys got a great ass. I don't know why, but anytime I see Joe, I, I see Al Pacino. I'm picturing him as uh, Flat Top. Flat Top from uh, Dick Tracy. I've never seen Dick Tracy. Oh! Is that bad? Man, is, is it great? I think we may have a dusty DVD for next week. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't. We can't say our dusty DVDs it has to happen Ooh, naturally, organically. Uh, three weeks from now. Damn, I can't do it again. Oh, well. We'll find us some time for you to watch one of the greatest movies ever. Okay, okay. It is. So, yeah, um, I'm not a big Brian De Palma fan. He's made some movies. I'm especially not a fan of Scarface. What What are you doing? 
I, you made me laugh. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Brian De Palma. He has made some movies. Uh, he is a director. <laughs> uh, he is. <laughs> It's a fact. No, he has made some movies. I, I like Scarface. No, Scarface, I I didn't like it. Probably because it's overhyped as being like one of the greatest, one of the, yeah. ga- greatest gangster movies, whatever. We, I know for myself anyway. I didn't watch it until years later. That was one of my dusty DVDs years ago. Yeah, so yeah, I me too. It. I never watched it. And I was like finally like, well, I'm going to need to watch a classic. It was good. I, I, I didn't I care for it. it. I think it's really overrated. But anyway, um, this might be good if uh, Brian De Palma, I don't know, makes a good movie. Yeah, I mean, for once. Heads or tails. Go either way. <laughs> um, and next... then the big, big news. Big news. What? What? Tell me, Jordan. Die Hard 5 is rated R. What? yippee Kaye, motherfuckers, because we can say it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is something... Uh, that was sorely missing out of Live Free or Die Hard. Honestly, I only saw Live Free Die Hard at home. I watched it on DVD, which I had the option of watching the unrated or the theatrical cut. I watched the unrated. They throw in language in there. It seems it's weird, like, doesn't it? it well, it, the, the thing is with that is they do this weird thing where, like, you can obviously tell where they were inserting, like, the, yeah, shut up, motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Because yeah. they obviously, like, he'll turn away. And then you'll hear it like over, like from behind. Like, he'll be running to do something, and it's like head on, head on. And then they cut to the bag. It's like motherfucker. It's like ah, oh, that's I, I appreciate that they put it there. Yeah, but yeah, it's why, yeah. Why I, make, it you was, got three movies that are already rated R. Go ahead, make the fourth one rated R. Thank you for bringing it back. To it's all R. about the money, though. It is. They it's had about to getting the, the tweens in on it. But you know what? The tweens that were 13 then are old enough to watch it rated R now. So, whatever. I agree. I'm excited about it. I liked the last one. It was fun. This one, it's whatever. What I'm afraid of is when they took Die Hard 5 to the MPAA. This is what I read. That they... Uh, gave it an R rating, and from what I read, they were kind of surprised by it, but they were like, well, Die Hard needs to be R. That's that's a good thing. And I'm just <coughs> like, wait, how did you not know that from the beginning? If you wanted to make a Die Hard picture with language like what uh, you know John McClane is supposed to be, he's supposed to be this rambunctious, like, oh, I fucking hate this job, I'm getting too fucking old for this, you know? If you're going to have that character... Know it from the beginning, don't get to the MPAA, and if they give you an R yeah. rating, just like... Uh, what? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they weren't surprised as much as just, let's go with it. Yeah. And I'm just... That kind of threw me off, but well, still, nonetheless, I'm glad that it's R, so yeah. hopefully we'll see some badassery. Yeah, I'm all about the badassery. Yes, I am, too. Which brings us to our Center Review. Center Reviews. Center Reviews. It's just Center Reviews. Center Reviews. Sin of you. Anyways, we uh, all right. This week we had a uh, a nice little action flick called The Last Stand, marking the return, the full fledged return, of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because he, after he was governor, he was governor, and then he did. He made a cameo in the first Expendables, and, and then he kind of came back as a small character in two. But this is his first starring role. He is back. He's. He promised he, us. He did promise he us. He promised us. He did. And he delivered. And we we didn't expect he would he would come yes we did. I'm just I kidding. always knew he'd come back to me one day. <laughs> but uh no, uh you did not watch the movie. That's right, I did not. Tisk tisk. 
<laughs> but I, was, I did. I tell you what I was doing. What were you doing? I was in was my room. So damn important. Listening to the David Bowie new single. <laughs> David Bowie's back? David Bowie is back. What? Yes, he's back with a new album for his look birthday. At, look at everybody coming back. And I could not help but start crying. Okay. Like, each time I listened. You couldn't help but more cry like a little China girl? Yeah. <laughs> like a little China girl. <laughs> well, I guess that's important. Hopefully too. this podcast will make us fame. <laughs> us. Oh. 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 Well, maybe long, these are as, our golden years. As long oh. as things keep ch 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 changing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tune into our David Bowie podcast <laughs> next week. It's not going to happen. No, it's not. That that brings me to our question of the week, though. Right, is go ahead and is me. David Bowie real or a figment of our imagination? No, Ziggy, Ziggy Stardust is fake, man. He's fake. Maybe maybe all human beings are born with this hemisphere in our brain. It's like a Bowie hemisphere where we all share too this. Deep. That's too deep. No, where we all share the same like knowledge of David Bowie, but he doesn't actually exist. Oh, something pre-programmed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I smell a movie. I smell something. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but- so anyway, last stand. Um, at first with this movie, man, I was a little like standoffish because. You got this big ass action movie mm-hmm. starring Sylvester. St- oh, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, wrong guy, who's who's coming back after years of not doing anything but his uh, his house help. Um, then you've got, <laughs> uh, <laughs> then you've got uh, his supporting cast in this movie, which is just the oddest cast for like a, an action movie where you got Louise Guzman. Louise Guzman. Louise Guzman? Who is he? Louise Guzman. He's the uh he's the funny little Spaniard fella in uh in Boogie Nights. Uh Oh, oh, I didn't know his name. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> I told you not to go there. I told, I told you, you not to go there. He's hilarious. Yeah. Um which is why I was just so shocked to see him in this movie. And then you got um Mr. Jackass himself, Mr. Uh, Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, that's there. right. Which um, is not a bad actor. He's he's not no, he's, he's not, not that bad. But it's it's just strange because he's dressed like he's mentally handicapped throughout this entire movie. He's trying to show his might, versatility. I think he might be well, versatility. I think he did that. Versatility. In the ringer. I'm pretty sure he did that there. What do you mean? In the ringer, he showed his versatility of playing mentally uh, <laughs> mentally handicapped people. <laughs> but uh, we're not going to uh, talk about the ringer. I like the ringer, so fuck off. I do. I just didn't <laughs> want to admit that in but, front uh, of people. In front of all these people listening. Um, Stabby yeah, Wave. It's such a strange cast, but they they pull together, and it's actually quite funny. And I was also shocked. I, I got a little bit more on board when I found out who the director was, which is the director of... Ji Woon Kim. Yeah, Ji Woon Kim. He was the... <laughs> that's how you got... You got to put emphasis on it. Ji Woon Kim. Ji Woon Kim. That's offensive. I hope not. <laughs> I feel like it might be. After last episode. But... <laughs> it can't be. He's the director of a great spaghetti western, Asian spaghetti western, called The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, mm-hmm. which you haven't seen, but I'm going to let you borrow it. Okay. Fantastic! It's such a good. Western. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard really good things, and I hear uh, from what I've seen of his uh, his list, his uh, resume of films yeah. that um, 
He's actually, he does action he's actually well. really cool. He does action well, and he didn't really disappoint me in, in this either. Next John Woo, anybody? <coughs> well, what? I don't know. I think he's a little bit more subtle, but this movie has just everything. If you wanted to go just shut down for a little while mm-hmm. and watch a Schwarzenegger movie where he's just blowing shit up, it's that type of movie. Uh, basically, Schwarzenegger plays the sheriff of this small, unsuspecting town, and there's a uh, drug smuggler who um, is outrunning the law, pretty much. He's got this fast-ass car, and he's booking it over to the border. He's trying to get over to Mexico. And, um... Mexico to... Because he's a drug cartel Yeah, and so he's he's trying to get across the border, and apparently they've got this... They've had it planned out for a long time, uh, so they're building a bridge through this town over to Mexico. Which was unbeknownst to the MF, the FBI. The FBI. <laughs> the FBI. Is that a new division we don't uh-huh. know about? The MF division. Um, Unclassified until this movie. Until this <laughs> um, which head head of the FBI is Forrest Whitaker, who's a good actor. Um, but it's um, basically so. This guy is now booking it, about to be booking it through uh, Schwarzenegger's town. And he's not having any of that. <laughs> and so... What are we gonna do? This guy's trying to step in. My and Schwarzenegger's shitty. not... He's not letting this happen. And it's... Uh, it goes through explosions and a shootouts and car chases and just everything you want in a good action movie. And then there is, at the end, The Last Stand <laughs> on this bridge, which has one of the best... Like, th- this is kind of chock full of just cheesy one-liners. Like... This is just a cheese movie. Okay. And it had me rolling so much because the guy, he's beat up. He's trying to get across the border. He's trying to get all this done. And he's, he's standing there and it's right after this big car chase and <laughs> the car gets totaled. And <laughs> he's standing there in front of Schwarzenegger. He's like, you fucked up my car. Schwarzenegger just looks back at him and says, you fucked up my day off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> I've never been this happy since Batman and Robin! Which is the <laughs> best, best movie of all time for Schwarzenegger one-liners. Best, best. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. But all in all, it's it's a kind of a throwaway movie, but it's it's nice to have Schwarzenegger back. Um, uh, my question is this. Yeah. Um, how, like, physical... Uh, is Schwarzenegger. He's old, he's in his, what, 60s? Um, I remember seeing Rambo when yeah. uh, Sylvester Stallone first or first started a couple years back. He made Rocky Balboa. Then yeah. I think Rambo in the same year or the year yeah. after that. He started and coming back and he was like, yeah, damn, he's jacked. Yeah, like, he's, he yeah, he's jacked and stuff, but he was not really physical. Like, the end of Rambo, it's like this yeah. big blowout scene and you expect to see some cool, like, action, hand-to-hand combat. There's and it's just him behind a gun yeah, there's just shooting, a- like, for... It feels like an hour straight. He's just like pegging people, but yeah, there's not a ton of like hand to hand in this. Okay, um, there's really just a lot of like weapons blowing shit up. Okay, um, he does get like blown through the side of a, a restaurant, um, which is where some of the camp comes in. Which he has another great line there. <laughs> like the townspeople are like, "Let me are guess, you let me guess." Sheriff? He's like, "Old." <laughs> He's like, "All right, that's fun." But, uh, <coughs> yeah, he's not too, too physical in this movie. I wish I was a T-800. <laughs> oh. But, I mean, he's coming back. 
And so uh, it's fun. That's I give cool. It, I give it fun. Um, is, out of the star system, that we'll continue with the star system for, for this week. Well, for uh, I give it's it like a, three. It's a fun movie. <clears throat> don't go to the movie theater expecting more than a B-ray action movie to see. Yeah, the don't expect a lot of back depth in or yeah. storylines. It's just very cheesy. Like there's a girl in the movie falls in love with a guy that's okay. helping out stuff like that there's all, like the elements of something that you'd want to see in a movie for the average movie goer uh and i i think they get exactly that and i actually i had a guy who seemed like he was a big action uh-huh. um uh like fan mm-hmm. and th- every time something would blow every time he'd kill somebody the guy behind me was just yelling out like, eh, ha, ha, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, well, I mean, it's kind of annoying at first, but then when he's just like, he's so been damn giddy about it. He's, he's been like, sitting hey, in his room waiting for the return of Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and like, finally he gets to release all <laughs> his energy. <laughs> Woo, look at that. <laughs> I ain't been this happy since Total Recall. <laughs> well, that, that girl's face changed, and it's Schwarzenegger. Three Oh my goodness! But, uh, so is this movie? Uh, if you were saying I was a viewer going to wanting to go see just a fun action movie, is this movie worth the overpriced price of admission? I think if you got a group of fr- uh, friends together, you had like a bros night. Okay, get a, get a bunch of your bros together and have some popcorn and a <laughs> soda for y'all you to share. Oh no, I do. I intimate. think I think it'd be fun if everybody got together and wanted to to watch. The Return of Schwarzenegger. Okay, I say, cool. go out, check this movie out. It's a lot of fun. So, um, uh, before we end, while we're on the topic of Schwarzenegger, um, yeah. uh, we're going to list our top five top Schwarzenegger. Five Schwartz- or you can do top three, whatever. No, uh, I, could probably, you, I could probably come up with five. Okay. Um, you go first. Jingle All the Way is not on this list. What? <laughs> I know, I know. Jingle All the Way! It's so, it's so heartwarming. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, number five for me, True Lies, directed by James Cameron. Um, it's just, it's cool. I'm not going to go into these movies and explain no, just because people know what these movies are, but True Lies, it's awesome. Um, you get to see Jamie Lee Curtis do a little thong dance, and I remember ever since I was a little kid, for some reason, like, when that would come on on TV, my parents or dad, they would, like, not close my eyes in every scene, uh, like, to any other movie, uh, like, when it had sexuality and stuff, but for some reason, that was okay. Who was it? Who did you say? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, doing that famous I think about her often when I'm watching Activia commercials and how sexy she once was. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, check out Ooh, trading places. (laughs) Hot. But, uh, it's a fun action movie with a little bit of depth to it within the plot. Um, number four, the sixth day. It's not great, but it's I think it's throwaway. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's an underrated sci-fi movie. And uh, number three is Predator. Um, classic. Yeah, there's nothing like Predator. They can have all these alien versus. Predator well, there's something movies. like Predator. I think it's um, uh, Predator Two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a Danny Glover? <laughs> uh, what's going on in this city? You ugly motherfucker! <laughs> oh, and Gary Busey plays in that. Too. <laughs> uh, we're not gonna go into that. <coughs> but number two, Total Recall. Yes, um, I had He's to watch not in that. That's Colin Farrell. <laughs> Shut up! I I had to 
go back and watch Total Recall after seeing that ghastly remake yeah, clean by Lynn Wiseman. Is that his name? fucking mouth. Lynn Wiseman? Yeah, that's correct, so. yeah. But Total Recall, the original Paul Verhoeven movie, 1990, 90, 91, something like that. Somewhere. And no, number one... The Terminator, my favorite. I'm a huge Terminator fan. The Salvation? whole Terminator mythology. I didn't, I didn't hate Salvation. I just I don't I don't not like it. I I love Salvation actually. I no I don't love it. Salvation's though. awesome. I there's a lot in that movie where I just thought they it's missed opportunity and Whatever. it's a little too fast. They should have focused a little bit more on like the deprivation of the people and they made it a little too lighthearted. <laughs> whatever, the movie was dark. I'm just, hard. Yeah, whatever. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Terminator. Right. Don't 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 get. Me. All right. Well, let's see. I'm gonna have to go with twins. Yes, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger. So, I'm pregnant. When <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? That's no wait, junior. that's Junior. My that's bad. Where they team up again. <laughs> this no, one is. I got a twin. <laughs> I got. I love twins, man. Twins was one of my favorite movies growing up. Uh, let's see. We got twins. Um, I, I don't know. I'm gonna honorable mention uh, Hercules in New York. <laughs> His just first because, movie. Just because that's, I have no idea. That you, have you seen that? I haven't. I'm just honorable mentioning it because okay. the cover of it looks so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And I think I'm gonna watch it after this because like his last movie, his first movie. It's just. It's, it's fucking Hercules in New York. It's got to be good. Are you saying Schwarzenegger's gonna die? After this, no. his last yeah, movie. Yeah, no, the last one to come out. You, um, you're prophetic. Then Jordan. I'm going to go with Conan the Barbarian. Oh. I love Conan. Yes. Um, he was good in that because he didn't talk all that much. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go kind of with yours as well, but I'm going to go the next one, Terminator 2, which I, I think I like a lot better than Terminator. Yeah, I it's mean, more it's more fun. It's a different movie. It's yeah, they're both yeah. really good movies, but Terminator Two just it's it's fun. You get the first Terminator definitely took more of a suspenseful sci-fi yeah. horror epic, and Terminator Two went for the more just balls out action. Yeah, movie. it was. I I had a good time with but it. But I the reason I don't like Terminator Two as much is just because that's when James Cameron started like heavily getting into the computer. Yeah, uh, that's when graphics. he kind of flipped over. Yeah, and that's not bad. That's not bad because at the time they were, you awesome. know, it was groundbreaking. But it's just so dated. When you yeah. look at the first Terminator, it still holds up pretty well. So what was me. it? Did I did I do four or five? I think you got one more. I could be wrong. Oh man, we'll, just reach no, one. No, I, I did four. You did four. So we will. I don't know. One more. We'll uh, jingle all the ways out. All right, no, <laughs> jingle all the way is not out. Take it out of me! It's take it out of me all the way! I'm trying to find a turbo. No, I, I take that back. It's um, number one. Number one's Batman and Robin. Oh, okay. Number one's yeah. Batman and Robin. <laughs> Make fun of me all you Touché. want. Everybody else already does, but Batman and Robin. Like I told is... Lady Freeze when I pulled her plug. <laughs> this is a one-woman show. Adam and Eve. <laughs> Who is this nutball? Take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> Cool party. I could do this all day. I could have a whole podcast based on just fucking quotes from that movie. <laughs> Me and you both, man. Nice buds. Stems, too. Fucking love that movie. But anyway, those yeah, are my calm top... calm down, calm down. Those, those are my top uh, picks for Schwarzenegger films. Um, and that about does it for I think this that week's... is a wrap. Yeah, that's a wrap. On this week's Cineblah. So, um... 
Meet us back here next week. Yeah, uh, right here. Do not leave. I don't know what we're going to be watching, but it's uh, it'll be a movie. It will be a movie. And, and we'll come back. We'll review I'll, it. I'll review this one too as well. Maybe. I kind of like that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> talk talk <laughs> a little bit less. <laughs> but uh, no. Um, yeah, so that that is us. That is a wrap. That is us. Uh, so come back next week and we'll, we'll shoot the shit some more. Have a good week, everybody. So uh, I'm Mitchell Yeomans. Yeah, he's Mitchell Yeomans <laughs> and I'm Jordan Keenan. Hey, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>